Happy Holidays from Talk Radio 98.5 and 1240 WRTA Altoona, a service of Lightner Communications. As you heard earlier today on WRTA, Bishop Gilfoyle, our state champions, we have Rich DeLeo and Dave Shannon at BG in Altoona now. Gentlemen. All right. Thank you, Doug. As we get set, the bus is out front from what we've been told, and that means there will be football players inside the gymnasium momentarily. And, of course, we're uh, looking forward to having them come in and the uh, kind of greeting they're going to get. I know there was a lot of, uh, lot of stuff going on when uh, it came to the, uh, the fact that you could hear the horns beeping outside. So we fig- figured they were here at that point. Well, Dave, you know, it's it's going to be great, you know, the celebration. It's always great when you win. And this would have been tough, you know, to lose. It was a hard-fought game, uh, particularly in the second half. Uh, you know, the, the first half was just so kind of droll and dull. And yeah. I, I think that uh, I think that Red Bank Valley was caught up in, in the enamorment of being in Hershey. And they pretty much sleptwalked through the half. But, you know, BG didn't – they only took advantage once to get a touchdown. They missed a field goal. And I said to John that field goal might be big coming down the stretch, and especially when – Red Bank Valley caught their wind. Uh, yeah, the they certainly half. came out in the second half, a renewed team. And uh, you always t- have to tip your cap to a team that goes in at halftime. And the coaches in particular, that they make changes and are able to motivate the team for whatever reason that they weren't motivated to begin with when they went out. But they did that, and uh, it made for quite the exciting second half. And it seemed like it was almost as though BG was playing rope-a-dope with Red Bank Valley. It was like, go ahead, punch me. Come on, punch me, punch me. I, I think and they right. would punch, and then they would answer right back. Well, that I think that was the key to the victory, the, the fact that when Red Bank Valley did score, uh, Guilfoyle came back right away and didn't mm-hmm. take a whole lot of time. And I think those two key touchdowns, Dave, those two answers for BG didn't allow – Red Bank Valley to get any momentum whatsoever because they had it when they scored, but BG answered immediately, and they never got sustained momentum. That is so true, and it was uh, quite the game to listen to and your uh, broadcast partner. Uh, The only thing we have to tell uh, John at this point is have a roster nearby so you don't have to call those two guys from the other team, number nine and number eight. (laughs) I know why he keeps saying the number nine guy. He, you know, yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> but, uh, but other than that, I, I was so glad to have him aboard. Uh, it just uh, enhanced, uh, you know, our broadcasts. And, and I really, uh, you know, I have a personal win with John. So it wasn't it wasn't hard to get him to, to come by and do this. And uh, he really added a lot for me because he showed me, he opened my eyes actually as to what teams were doing, especially on defense, because he's such a student of the game. And today, uh, the big the big key sack by uh, Anthony Safari yes. on the last drive, he was totally untouched. And John had explained to me that the left tackle, that's his responsibility on an out block because BG was only rushing three in that last series. And right. Safari came off the end. He was kind of off the end, maybe almost an end linebacker position. Okay. He came in untouched, and there was no back in the backfield because everybody was in the, in the pass uh, r- route. Yeah. So there was nobody to protect the quarterback, and Shafari had a beeline right to him and knocked him down, and that's what set them up for the fourth and 17. Yeah, that was uh, that was a big play there at the end. Although I don't know, it, although you never know how that kind of thing's going to play out, but it sounded as though they had stalled their Red Bank Valley and they weren't going to be able to get that first down that they needed to try to continue on the route to maybe 
getting a uh, getting a, a score that would maybe you know, tie the game. In the last drive, Dave, they had a they had a second down play that they ran a crossing pattern in front of the BG linebackers, and w we think that the running back who came out of the backfield actually stopped running the route because had he continued, he would have had not only the ball he was led perfectly, but he stopped running for just a split second, mm -hmm. and that cost him because then he had to reach for the ball and it went off his hand. And that brought up the third down, which was the play that the sack occurred on. So they called the right pass play, although I don't know how much time they would have had because they were moving so slowly and they were out of timeouts at that point. That was clearly they were in a design that this was meant to take it down. They were playing for a tie. I think they, they were, were going that slow and they, they, were. they were trying to play for a tie. Or maybe even if they had got a touchdown, Rich, maybe they'd go for two. I don't know what, what kind of riverboat gambler their coach <laughs> would, would be, but that, that was another option. But it seemed like they were playing for a tie. In the situation that it was in, I don't think they had it. They, they, now, they scored on two 38-yard pass plays, and they were beautiful. They executed them perfectly. But I don't think at that point they had enough confidence in their short passing game because BG was giving them the short, but they didn't have enough to move it down the field because they didn't have enough time. And then BG was playing center field. I mean, they yeah. were back deep. They weren't going to let anybody beat them a third time, so they had to resort to the short passing game, which, in effect, they were not really good at. Yeah. And when you're down and you've got 17 yards to get a first down, it changes everything. Uh, I'm going to switch your mic over here to the other side because it's a little bit on the noisy side. And eventually then we'll put that one back in and uh, be able to catch uh, all the activities from the podium here at Bishop Guilfoyle High School. We're in the cafeteria area. And, uh, yes, you sound much better now. Okay. Without even saying anything, you sound much better now. But uh, well, thank you. I, uh, there's a compliment in there somewhere. Yeah, as See, back, we not, we backhanded not, as, uh, as it may be. We not only have humor in the morning, folks, we have it at night, too. And believe me, this has been an extremely long day for both of us. And, uh, you know, we're going to recap this tomorrow morning, Dave. And now that my anxiety is gone and I made it to Hershey and back without any problems at all. In fact, it couldn't have gone, it couldn't have gone smoother. And I know tomorrow morning you're going to punch me in the mouth for saying that <laughs> because I was, I had high anxiety, folks. I did. And then Dave was, was my, he was my sounding board. And uh, now that I'm here back home and they got the win and I don't have to worry about this trip anymore, uh, you know, it, it was just an unbelievable day and everything just played out well. Our timing, the team's timing, the game, uh, it just couldn't have worked out any better. By the way, I love the fact that you had the coaches there nearby in the booth. Oh. And to hear them pick up on certain things, oh. the double pass thing there at the end of the game was just like, that was priceless. And you know, it was to a T because they yelled it and yelled it and yelled it, and the message didn't get from the field to the players, from the sideline to the players, and it's exactly what they ran, and he was wide open. I mean, it was a beautiful play, but I give the BG coaches so much credit because they no sooner yelled it out than they were throwing the double pass, and it worked. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, anyway, a lot of things worked out well for you there. I'm glad you got there safely, got some parking, and was uh, <laughs> well, able to. you know to... what? That was rather easy in itself, too. I if you Good learn for anything, you. if you and I learn anything, you, when you get to Hershey Park, don't go into the parking lot. Go all the way up to the service entrance, turn right, you go down, you hit a booth, you're in the parking lot. It was that simple. Okay. I'll have to keep that in mind. Let's hope we have to make another trip there sometime in March. 
and uh, uh, follow. Be fine. Yeah, follow some basketball but, uh, down into the Giant Center. The uh, the crowd is gathering here at BG. They're all looking at us like, what are they doing? Uh, we're, we're talking. What else do we do? Yeah, that's all we seriously. do. Seriously, there uh, it is, the PIAA Single A Championship Trophy. And you know, I can't wait to see Coach Wheeler because I didn't see him, but there were a lot of exuberant hugs on that field after the game because <laughs> he he told me in the pregame the other night, uh, Dave. He told me in the pregame interview. He said this group was special simply because. You know, from where, what they had to endure with all the injuries and losing Hayden Gardner and having to make adjustments with a lot of positions, for them to come here home with this trophy, I think this group, the 14-15-16 legacy will live forever, but this group really adds to that legacy with what they've accomplished and what they went through all year long. Yeah, absolutely, and uh, certainly it's uh, time to tip your cap to the BG Marauders as they return home with a gold and they have the trophy here in the cafeteria with them and we're waiting for the rest of the players and uh, of course coach wheeler to get into the cafeteria here at bishop guilfoyle i thought maybe they'd do this in the gym for more space but it's know. always here you know because yeah. i think you get more of a of a homey feeling uh, here that's for sure yeah you know, there's going to be people standing there's already people standing the players are filing in the coaches are here we are waiting for coach wheeler and uh, i don't know if we'll be able to grab some of them uh, they're all going to get a chance to speak i don't i don't think all the players will speak but that's uh, normally I, what happens i hope they give the seniors the opportunity uh, because this is especially gratifying for them because all these kids were there two years ago and it was a bitter end you called that game yes that was a bitter end to that game and yeah they wanted this one and they went out and got it i give them credit yeah, i think uh, coach wheeler had uh, mentioned something about that in the pregame where he said he had talked to those guys and he said remember that year and you don't want that to happen again and that's exactly what they made sure of they did not let that happen again as they were uh, you know in a position to win the game and as i say it was just kind of amazing to listen to i'm sure it was absolutely the other thing was your weather was perfect it was the wind was not a factor it wasn't sunny it was it was it was a little frosty yeah but we were in, in the booth so you know we had a great obviously we had a great view and uh, but no the, the the weather played no factor and but you know what bg didn't have to throw the ball that much and that was their game plan all along and and again with the way red bank valley ran the ball it was just like last week's game the, the clock ran very very fast but when they were forced to pass, I mean, I think that's what turned the tide. BG's used to passing. They were forced to pass because they, they had big scores over a lot of teams, which I'm sure they didn't throw. But they were put in a position today in that last drive that they had to throw, and they knew it. And, they and again, I'm not – they were a very good team, a very tough opponent, but they just weren't set. They yeah. were not built around the passing game. It was obvious, except for the two touchdowns. Yeah, yeah. And uh, neither one of those a surprise because that was one of the things we had talked about going into this was how big of a deal it was for them to they're a big play and uh, John when he was talking with you about that game that was the reputation of Red Bank Valley the big play team and you knew they were going to try to do that big play stuff and uh, I think we're ready to go we'll uh, get ready here and put Joe in we're here at Bishop Guilfoyle High School Dave Shannon and Rich DeLeo and let's join Joe Landolfi, the athletic director here at BG.
So Hayden's Hayden, yeah. Okay, they're doing a celebratory dance. This is what they're called. Oh, they did it? Okay, they already did this at Hershey, so they rehearsed. <laughs> they're ready to go. <laughs> As all the players begin to gather around where the podium is here at the front of the cafeteria. I think you're there. Now you gotta watch this, Dave. Okay. Oh no, this wasn't what they rehearsed. Oh, it's a line dance. This is a uh, this is a real high-tech operation going on here. Just so you know, folks, athletic director Joe Landolfi is holding his phone up to the microphone to get the music out for them to dance to. Just thought I'd let you know about that. Tell you what, for, for no for no rehearsal, Dave, I was pretty good. Yes, they did fine. They did just fine. And uh uh, we'll send it back to Joe here as the <laughs> celebration continues in the BG cafeteria. Now, the little the story behind the story, Sonny's waited his entire adult life now to win a state championship, so we finally got that for Coach Sonny. <laughs> this seems to be a rather regular occurrence here at Bishop Guilfoyle Catholic High School. And that's a real tribute to a couple of groups that I want to pay special attention to before I turn everything over to Coach Wheeler. The first group is you all. The parents, the relatives, the friends of the Bishop Guilfoyle Marauders that made this night happen, not only through your incredible generosity in the GoFundMe campaign, but the little things that go unnoticed that you do. The love, the affection, the nurturing, the financial sacrifices, which I know are great. The sacrifice of time, your time, family time. And that's a real credit to you that once again, a group of young Marauder men are sitting here in front of you PIAA Class A State Football Champions. So thank you. Thank you, each and every one of you, for making that happen. The second group that equally as important, maybe more so, there are five words that get lost in a lot of celebrations. And it's Bishop Guilfoyle, Catholic High School. Without those five words, 
There isn't marauder anything. And that's Mr. Adams, Mrs. Donnelly, and Mr. Kashadi. The administration of the school it is their unending, unfaltering dedication to not only athletics, but to academics that makes this possible. These young men staying eligible throughout the season, having the type of environment where they not only can thrive, but they succeed. And without the administration's support and dedication to athletics, this would never happen. So Mr. Adams, Mrs. Donnelly, Mr. Kashadi, I know Mrs. Donnelly is here somewhere, and I know Joan wants to speak to everyone, so Joan, oh, there you are, right in front of me. Joan is the, the principal, and she's going to speak at the mic. Good now. evening, everyone. It is uh, amazing to see this turnout, and we thank you for celebrating our Marauder football team on this state championship. Um, I will be brief. Um, I know that you want to hear from Coach Willer and the players, um, but I would just add to some of the sentiments that uh, Mr. Landolfi already spoke to. And I know I read in the paper is either today or yesterday, uh, Coach Willer's comment saying that this never gets old and i would have to um agree with him on that statement it really never gets old um so we are so proud i know mean, the seniors up here and the underclassmen around us here really so proud of each and every one of you i specifically thank the coaches coach willer and his team and their families for all of the time and sacrifices you make for our students for our school the pride that you bring to our school. Mr. Gashadi and I met with the players yesterday before their send-off, and we had shared with them the reputation of Bishop Guilfoyle um, with the PIAA, and it's beyond the PIAA, but we, we talked about that um, yesterday before they left, and we had opportunity to talk to, talk to Dr. Lombardo different issue um, earlier in the week, but he did, it, it's, it was such a uh, respectful conversation. I've never met him, I've, I've talked with him several times, but he says the reputation of Bishop Guilfoyle precedes our conversation, so it's welcoming to him to whatever needs we may have when we need to talk with him. And that really is, um, what else would he know of us except for how you represent us um, on the athletic field when you are and have been in Hershey. So we thank you for that representation. We, we talk a lot about community and family at Bishop Guilfoyle. Um, and with that, there comes you know the, the challenges, certainly the privilege that I feel as the uh, leader, as the principal of this school. Um, but with that closeness, um, it really does bring to these celebrations, actually to every single game, um, as our teams go off to this, that they become an event. It's not just a game, it's an event. And a lot of that, certainly to our community, but to our parents, um, that you make it so special for these young men um, every time that they go to a game and other teams and other administrators, they comment. Uh, to Mr. Kashadi and I about that, like how do you do that at your school? And so uh, it does bring everything to a whole nother level. So for all that you give to the school as well, we really appreciate that. 
to our students, um, the Dog Pound did a great job all season. Um, we are coming back to normalcy, uh, more than what we, we've seen in the past couple years. And it's been um, amazing to have the students back with their clubs back, with their sports back, with the sports back, with fans attending, with the spectators there. And um, I just will close by saying I don't know, there isn't a better way to close up this season than with the state championship. So congratulations to everyone. Now we get to the part of the evening and the celebration that you've all been waiting for. And if I would ask Coach Wheeler, Justin, where are you? I know you're over there. There he is. Yeah. Now, now five, five trips in eight years to a championship event, winning four out of five. I don't care what level of athletic activity that is. That is an outstanding accomplishment at any level. So my hats, Coach Wheeler, off to you. So I'm, I'm going to start the uh, medal presentation off by uh, hanging this around Coach Wheeler's neck, and then Justin will take over the show from here. It is rightfully his to monitor from here on. Thank you. pretty good uh, um, uh, you know of course I didn't have a any sort of speech because you just don't know how things are gonna how things are gonna go and so I'm not not one for planning things like that I just kind of try to live in the moment and, and uh, hopefully um, you know things work out uh, but just a couple quick things um, I too want to thank a bunch of people of course the school allowing us to, to, to uh, go to Hershey a day early to prepare, to get us ready to support that we have. So uh, thank you to the school for, for, for that support, uh, understanding it is important um, you know, for us to, to do some things and always be there to support that and making sure our guys are in, in a position to, to succeed. So uh, we do thank them for their support and allowing us to do some things. So thanks to the school and the administration for always having our back a little bit when it comes to those things. Uh, it truly means a lot to us, the staff, and to the players. So thank you very much. Um, and then, uh, you know, a yeah, quick, quick couple thanks, but, uh, you know, this one to my family. Um, you know, I finally get to see them starting tomorrow, uh, so <laughs> I'm not sure if that's good or bad for them, but, but, uh, but um, you know, it is, it's, it's a long season, and, uh, you know, we've been going, what, 15 weeks, 16 weeks, 18 weeks. Um, a lot of schools are done after 10, and so, you know, it's extra months, not just days or weeks. It's it's an extra six, eight weeks a year. And so um, in order to do those kind of things and to be as focused as I want to be, um, you know, it takes a, definitely a support staff. So uh, um, to my wife, Kelly, uh, thanks so much uh, for taking care of the house and everybody and making sure I'm able to be down here as much as I can and uh, uh, to work full time and to still be able to allow me to do this is, is a true testament to her. And, and how she uh, um, uh, always has my back. Um, so thank you, and I love you for that. Thank you. And to uh, my my kids, you know. So I, you know, I have uh, about an extra 50 kids um, that I spend a lot of time with. You know, we practice about 45 minutes a day. Um, 
we, we watch film every couple days, you know, ish, 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 uh, ish. Um, my schedule always says it, practice ends at 6.45-ish. So, so I, uh, I found that's a lot better. Um, but to, to, uh, to my kids um, who, uh, you know, do have to sacrifice as well, and, and my time here uh, is less time there, um, but uh, they're a part of it. You know, my son with me on the sidelines and helping us with the water. Um, you know, those are cool moments. And, you know, win a state championship, turn around, and he's running at you. It's, it's, it's one of those, like, instant photographs in your mind that you'll remember for the rest of your life. So um, thanks to those guys. My daughter uh, had to call her professors at JMU and uh, take her finals uh, tomorrow. Um, so she's heading back at 5 a.m. to uh, college. She was supposed to take finals today in some classes, but uh, she changed things around to make sure she was there. So thank you for that. And uh, my daughter, Cameron, who's uh, who's always, always supporting BG and always supporting us. And, um, you know, she sends me clips of like uh, plays that she sees on Twitter and on. She's like, Dad, you should try this and you should try that. And um, she's a big fan of the Tebow pass. She's like, you got to try this. You got to try this. And I said tonight, I'm like, that, that's what we call it, Shafari's touchdown pass. So I, after the game, I said, thank you, Cameron. <laughs> so, she, uh, she likes that. So I said, uh, maybe someday she'll be up here with me. So, you know, she'll be up here with me. But uh, uh, seriously, to my family, to my mom and sister, if you were at the uh, Spring Hill Suites, um, my family, my sister, my mom, and... and uh, you know, they cut out every kid's name and hung it on the wall and put Hershey Kisses and signs. And my sister uh, called me at like 6.30 the Saturday morning or so, I think it was, after we beat Canton and said, I haven't gone to bed yet. I just want to confirm a couple names because I've been up all night making sure they have all the names done. So they were prepared. And, uh, you know, five times down there, they're getting pretty good at the routine, too. So it's pretty, pretty exciting. But so, uh, you know, my family's constant support and to see, you know, I said, my mom and dad, they never missed anything that we did, just always were there. So I know how important it is for these guys. Um, maybe not all the time they don't recognize it, but when you look back at your life and look back at moments, my moments are looking up and seeing my grandparents and my parents there to support me. So um, definitely football has been special to us and special to the family. And so um, to them, you know, thanks so much. My in-laws, my uh, who are here today, who went down, my aunt who's, who's uh, oh, hanging back there today. And she's, uh, she's been, been fighting some things lately, but uh, these are great moments for us. Um, for the family and everybody. So um, thank you to my family who's taking up more and more rows around here, which is great. I love you guys. Um, so got to do those, got to do those, because those are super important, important things, uh, you know, of course. But um, today, uh, this season um, is, is, is about, number one, these seniors up here, and then the rest of the boys that are here back there. Um, this season, uh, you know, and, and got one, one of the reporters asked me after the game, how does this compare to 2014 or 15 or 16? And I first like to hear those numbers because it's pretty cool. So you're re, re, you know, having to compare state champs. It's just a cool thing. But, um, you know, you, you step back and, you, you, you know, I was like, um, 14 was just, just amazing. It was never in your imagine being a state championship. You just... just you know, in 15, we had a roll on. In 16, we were like, okay, first game, people were like, you're going to win our state championship. So, I mean, it was just, and they were so good and so many. And this year coming in, we just weren't sure. I mean, last year's team had like, 10 starters uh, or seniors or nine or 10 starters. So coming back, we just had a few. So we just didn't know how the season was going to go. 
But what got me excited uh, for a couple things was our liftathon. Um, the strength of these guys uh, was remarkable. And the weight room doesn't lie, is what we always say. So you know immediately that they're invested because of the strength they put on, the increases in strength. You know they were focused. You know they wanted to have a season. And, you know, our message has been since the beginning, people might not know our names when the season starts because we have new guys everywhere. But keep playing, and they'll remember you after the season. And I am, I, and I, and my pregame speech today was, "You are a great team, and nothing. You are playing for a state championship, so you are a great team. There's no doubt about it." But we had two hours to become legends, and they did it. So they fought, they battled, and they are, they are now. For the rest of their lives, they are state champions, which is so cool and something for the rest of their lives to look back at these moments. And, and, and for me, I, I, listen, I, I'm, I'm definitely a better high school athlete now than I was then because I remember things a little different. But, um, but so these guys, if you're starting as a state champion, well, you don't need to exaggerate much. So, uh, you know, it, it is a true testament to these guys. But, you know, there was moments in that offseason that you got kind of excited for the potential. You just weren't sure how it was going to pan out. You know, and we knew, you know, we talk a lot about it, and it's this young man sitting to my left up here, Hayden. Um, you know, he had one of the best off seasons of any kid I've been around. I've been around some really good ones. And uh, he set himself up for, for an amazing senior year. And, and, of course, we all know he had a setback. Um, you know, and two things happened at that moment. You shut down. You walk away. You blame everything and everybody and everything about it. Um, or... Uh, you, you, you handle it differently. And by differently, I mean the harder, a harder path. The harder path is you show back up and you cheer for the guys and you help coach positions and you go to the booth and uh, work with the coaches during the games. And he has done everything he needed to do um, when most people wouldn't have done any of that. So, uh, you know, coming into this season, we knew he was, uh, you know, set himself up for an amazing senior season. That may not have played out the way he, 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 uh, he envisioned and we envisioned, but the way he handled that situation, um, I, I am 100% confident uh, he is going to do great things in life. Uh, he's a fighter. He's a, he doesn't quit. Um, he's a great person. Uh, comes from a great family and has done everything to support this team. And uh, today when he looked at me and said, can I, can I take this knee? I was like, I'm going to call a timeout, and you're dang on right. We're going to take this knee together. So it was a pretty cool moment. So, so th those, you know, those little things, those little things, you know, coaching is tough, and coaching is hard, and coaching is whatever, but you got to take those little moments in, and, uh, you know, you're, you, you're, you, you got to that helps energize you. So, you know, it might not be the way he wanted to end it, but being a state champion and being in the, on the field on the last play was definitely how we envisioned his, his time here ending. So uh, we're, we're happy that, that, it was, that it turned out that way for him, but uh, excited for his future for sure. But um, right, you know, right after that injury, you know, it took us a few weeks to kind of get, our, get, our, get, our, uh, get things going a little bit. And, uh, you know, we were one and two, had a pretty tough loss and uh, didn't do some things well, and, and people were like, well, you know, what changed? Nothing really. I, I think the biggest thing that I think these guys changed with was um, 
the, the trust, the trust. When you're a new starter, sometimes you want to do more than you have to do because the bar we set is high. So our expectations are you to play a certain way. And so instead of doing their job, sometimes they're like, I'll do my job. Plus, I think I better do his job. And so, and then what happens is no one's doing their job. And so it takes some time for, for new guys and new starters um, to kind of learn that and trust that. And these guys, what they did, which was amazing, is being one and two, they never panicked. They never quit. They understood it was a long season. And it doesn't matter how you start the thing. It matters how you finish it. So these guys finished strong. They finished it the right way. They kept battling. They kept fighting. They kept, they kept coming, to, coming to work every day. And like I say, you know, we joke, we practice a long time. So we, you know, they, they are in the conditions. It's cold. It's windy. It's whatever. And they kept showing up. So um, I, uh, I, this, this season has been an emotional roller coaster, but one of the most rewarding seasons I have ever been a part of. And so when that gentleman to bring us back home to the beginning of the story was what was, I said, this year will be one of those years that, that you talk about as you, it was so unexpected that you couldn't believe you were going through it. Just like that first year when you couldn't believe that the way things were going, but this year and these wins and this playoff run, this playoff run has been one of the best playoff runs uh, in any year that we've ever had. From the first playoff game till today, it has been, it has been awesome to watch the growth of this team, how, how they fly around, how they play physical, how they play for each other, how they play for emotion. So I am super proud of these guys to be, to be their coach um, uh, and, and to see that transformation. Uh, I couldn't be happy with them. So to, to, to those guys, um, you know, I definitely get on you pretty hard sometimes, but, um, you know, I do that because, you know, I know there's greatness inside you guys. Sometimes it takes a little bit to get out, um, but you showed, you showed everyone today um, that, that you had it in you the whole time and you trusted us. So thank you. Um, and uh, congratulations on becoming legendary. All right. So, uh, um, so we'll, we'll do a couple things here. Um, we're going to do the, the uh, um, uh, medal presentation, of course. We'll have the seniors. The one thing they look forward to every year is individually talking about everything. So uh, that's pretty cool. But I'm going to bring up uh, the assistant coaches to help me. Um, you know, and, and when we, you know, I get a chance to talk and you get a chance to see me more than, but this is not, uh, uh, this is not a one-man show. Uh, we have the most amazing coaching staff uh, that, I, that, 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 that you could possibly imagine. These guys are, they are truly, they're truly great coaches who love your kids, um, who, who love the game of football, who, who, um, who, who spend a lot of time here um, to, to bring that best stuff out of you guys. And, um, you know, it was, a, it was a season. And of all the seasons we've coached, this one was, was tough. This one took more planning. This one took more stuff. Um, but the reward is what we need. So, um, you know, Coach Thomas is here first. He's started with me since, what, 2011, since we started this thing. So he's been on the staff for a year. He's the defensive coordinator. Another great defensive effort uh, today by the guys. So uh, thanks to Coach Thomas.
Coach Sprouse. Coach Sprouse is next there. Coach Sprouse is he's the quiet one on the sidelines. He's uh, not really emotional. He's he's uh, you know he's no no he's he's great. We we have, I tell you what, in the staff you need to have all guys, and and he is he's zoned in. He's he's uh, he's fired up. Uh, he works with wide receivers. He works with running back. He works with anyone that needs help. But uh, he's done a great job in getting getting the wide receivers to be as good as they are. So uh, thanks to Coach Sprouse. What? Okay. Yeah, uh, Coach Evan Ingram is next right there. So he's he's been with me for what now? Three, four, five, six, whatever. I don't know. Four years. That's just feels it's been, they run together. So uh, he's been working with our running backs and our DBs and uh, you know young guys with with uh, with perspective and who played college football. Um, you know it's it's a great combination of older guys, younger guys, guys you know that played at different levels. So you know we have some great coaching meetings, but he he has done a great job. He has worked special teams throughout the year. He's worked uh, DBs. Um, so, you know, we, we appreciate Coach Evan for sure. So thanks, Coach. <laughs> Coach Gabe Walters next. Uh, those, those two guys are their Clearfield connection. We call them both from Clearfield. Oh, no, Clearfield. Claysburg, sorry. Not Clearfield. <laughs> sorry. Close, close. Start with this. So. I slept a couple weeks ago, so I'm sorry. I'm, um, but uh, Coach Walter, um, I, I tell you what, Coach Walter, he is laser focused. He is uh, he is detail oriented, which I love, and he is he's all in. I mean, the lineman will tell you works O line, D line. He he watches the film. He writes them individual notes on what plays they did. Always the good plays, he points out, I think, is mostly what he... No, he goes through every film and every position on the O line and, and watches every play at least five times and writes down what they need to look at, what they did wrong, what they can improve on, and how to improve, and then gets a chance to go over and gives everyone those guys slips, O-line, does it with the D-line. So you're, you're talking about a lot of film watching um, to get our guys pre prepared. And if you looked at the O-line from week one to the O-line in the state championship, it is night and day. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. On those same lines of O-line, D-line coaches, we had an unbelievable coach this year, Coach Sonny Pacifico, right over here. So Sonny. So, Co Coach Sonny is, uh, man, he's, he, he is great. I, kids, kids, kids love him. Uh, he gets a little hand-eye going. He gets a little. Uh, he gets. Uh, he gets a little something going. Right. I don't know. Sometimes, but but it's uh, it's it's pretty fun. And like I said, you need all kinds of coaches. You need guys that are stern. You need guys that are fun. You need guys that are you know energized. You need guys that are just calm and cool. And uh, Coach Sonny tells me back in the day he was a little different than he is now. He's a little more, a little more into it, like a little more fire. Because a little, a little. <laughs> so, there we go, right there. So, and now he's like on our staff. He's like he's he's in the. And he's in my head. He's like, Coach, calm down. We're going to be fine. Coach, coach. I'm he's like, and he has this voice. He's like, this voice, Coach, we're going to be fine. Like, relax. We got this. Like, Coach, we're good. Like, I'm like, I don't know what you mean. I'm like, yeah, but it's, uh, it's pretty cool. And he's been a great addition. He's been a great addition in the weight room with the guys. He's here uh, all the time. I mean, he spends a lot of hours here from weight room to coming to films to coming to practice and uh, sometimes even coming out with us uh, after to celebrate some wins once in a while, once in a while. Oh, <laughs> uh, but but it, it's been he's been a great addition. So thank you to Coach Sonny for joining us. Uh, we have Coach Pat Lemer that has been with us since the beginning too. You know, Coach Coach Lemer is, is he's also works the O line, D line. Um, he's had a little few less hours this year to be around to help us, but always steps up in key moments and watches film and talks to us about stuff. So even when he's not 
physically there. Um, him and Coach Gabe are talking nonstop and, and working stuff. And, and so he, he has been an integral part of what we have built here and continues to help us and support us. So we thank you co to Coach Lima for sure. A couple other ones. We got uh, Coach Irwin, who's right there. You know, Coach Irwin, again, started with me from the beginning and uh, has been around. Um, Coach Irwin has been a, a, a practice guy most because his son, Andrew, most of you probably know, his son, Andrew, just graduated from Harvard. So that's pretty cool. So, you know, he, uh, he texted me today and said, congratulations. And I was like, that is the first text I got from a Harvard grad. Thank you. So it was pretty cool. Pretty cool. Pretty cool. So, uh, but yeah, Coach Irwin, um, and he is, he's another guy that yeah, I, the details, the, 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 the focus, the making sure there's no stone unturned. Um, so he's been a huge part of our success as well. So thank you to Coach Irwin. Um, so a couple other coaches back here. Uh, my, my brother joined the staff this year. So, uh, you know, we've been talking about trying to get him down here for years. He, he's a football guy. And, and uh, you know, we, we're always looking for good people that understand football to, to make a difference. And, um, you know, we were one and two. He was like, I don't know if I should have came. No, no, he didn't say that. <laughs> he didn't say that. He didn't say that. But, um, you know, he, he was, uh, he's been all in. And we have talked over the last 10 or 11 years about stuff. And he's watching film for me. And he'll text me about this. And what about this idea? What about this? So a lot of the things over the last 10 years are because of him as well. Um, but this year he was able to work out his schedule a little bit and be able to come down full time. Um, so he's been a huge help. He works DBs. He works uh, running backs. He works uh, special teams. He, he is, uh, you know, texting me and shooting me ideas throughout the day and, and really have done a great job. Um, he's been a huge addition to the team and, and a huge addition, uh, addition to the staff. So uh, thank to uh, my brother Adam for, for that. And uh, Coach Elvy, Coach Elvy right here, Coach Elvy. So Coach Elvy, uh, he's like, hey, we, it's three minutes to go in the game. Let's run to 91, uh, hit, uh, hitch and go. I'm like, what? We would want to run what? Like, I'm like, you know, I'm like, all right, Coach, we're here. Yeah, our thing is you can't take it with you. You might as, well, might as well do it. So we came this far. Coop said he had this kid all, Coop's like, I got this guy all game. Anytime you want, I got this guy. So I'm like, all right. So I appreciate the confidence. You had it. So, you know, so three minutes to go in the game. We hadn't really thrown much, um, you know, because of the nature of what they did and some of the planning we thought was going to be in our favor of time possession things. Um, and it worked out the way we wanted for the most part. Uh, but with three minutes to go, I said, we need to drive, get a field goal. We win this thing. Like, and uh, that's a gutsy call. That's a gutsy call. And, and people will always be like, hey, that's a great call. I'm like, I, I know. I, that was me all the, t the whole way. But, um, <laughs> but now, so to keep this between us a little bit, but uh, Coach Alvey said it. I'm like, are you sure? He's like, we got this. I'm telling you, we got this. So uh, 91, hitch and go. Coop. Uh, Coop was right. He was right. Carson laid it out there. The rest is history. So that's pretty cool. So thanks, Coach Alvey, always doing that. And... Uh, he trusts the guys, right? And that's what it's about. He trusts Carson. He trusts Coop. He trusted those guys. And uh, he said, let's put it in their hands. Let's win this thing. And uh, that's what we did. So uh, this staff, I'm telling you guys, this staff has been great. Uh, the guy that probably the unsung hero behind the scenes uh, is Dan McAllister. So Dan right here. 
You, you, you may know Dan worked a little bit this year. He's our trainer, and we've had a few bumps and bruises along the ways. So uh, sometimes at practice, I'm like, what is Dan giving away out there? It's like it's like there's a group. They're like, no, he's wrapping three ankles, five shoulders, two knees, couple backs, an elbow. I'm like, oh my. So you know, he's he's working like an hour and a half just getting the guys prepared for practice. So uh, he's definitely put a few hours in this week, and and uh, you know, so Dan's a great guy, great person, and uh, he's become a pretty good friend of mine for sure. So we spend a lot of time together. But and he sacrifices just like we all do. He comes to every practice and there every minute. So thank you to Dan. All right, so that was a long time, a lot of thank yous, but those, those are very deserved. I hope I'm not forgetting anyone. Am I forgetting anyone here? Uh, Dr. Saylor's not here. Dr. Saylor's not here. Bre uh, Brett, Brett, what, Larry Hag for sure. Like, Larry's a definite. Like, Larry is, listen, Larry, Larry's, you've been with me since the beginning too, right, Larry? Larry's, Larry's been, been, been with us since the beginning. And, and Larry is, man, he is, he is focused. He is, I mean, he wouldn't give me a Gatorade on the bus because I didn't asking times he's like no like there's a certain time you got to get a Gatorade I'm not doing it like I'm like listen we need that we need a guy that keeps people on schedule and uh, and uh, so the whole way down I couldn't drink anything I was so thirsty I was couldn't it was it was so hard no but in all seriousness we talk about behind the scenes stuff and it doesn't take one coach or one it, there is a ton of people course from Larry who's been a part of this and helping us out and doing anything that we ask him to do anytime so we of course thank Larry for all that all, all that stuff so thanks to Larry but it's it's guys it's guys coming back you know uh, Brett Geishauser coach with us since the beginning too he's been away a little bit he comes back a little bit but he has watched film he texts us he calls us he was able to help us through this playoff run via text via whatever and in, in, the, in the beginning part of the season as well but has great ideas he's just a great person great coach so listen state cha we're, we're pulling for state championships all the guys and so to, for me to see a guy like Brett come back and be like Listen, I'm working full time. I got jaw. I got this going on, but I'm going to take some time to help you guys and to help this team. Um, I definitely want to thank Brett. I think he's here somewhere, right? Oh, right back there. So BG Brett, right back there. Guy Sousers. So uh, thanks so much for that. So there, there's you know a ton of people uh, you know from videos to Mark Bennett who comes to every game and videotapes for us and makes sure we're prepared, getting us those tapes so we can do it. There's just so many people behind the scenes um, that you know, I hope I don't miss anyone. But thanks to all those people and to the parents who uh, who I can text or call at any time. Be like. Hey, I know it's two days from now, but can we get a full breakfast catered for the team? So they're like, oh, sure, coach. You know, and then I know there's a side text going on. I understand that, but I appreciate not doing that to my face and just saying, sure, coach. Um, so, so thanks for that. But you really take care of us. You take care of these guys, and you make memories for them that they will have forever. So um, this, this, the hotel did not offer breakfast, hot breakfast, not because of COVID. So... Uh, in all seriousness, in, within two days, they had Bob Evans or I think it was someone cater a full breakfast for the team this morning to be there at 8 a.m. So thanks so much for what you guys do and making sure that we need to the parents group. I think, I think Megan's tired of, tired of hearing from me. She's probably in here somewhere. Where is she at? Mrs. Riley, she's somewhere here, right? Right back there. So thank you for everything. She's our, she's our liaison. So we, uh, we go through her and she, she finds the people to do the stuff. So thank you so much for always being there and, and sharing your boys with us, of course. And, and uh, we thank that. So, all right. So I, I know I talk a lot. I, I apologize. But I am so fired up for these guys. It was such a great day. Let's, let's bring up, let's do the team first. We'll do the team and then we'll let the seniors finish it out with, with a little bit of talk with them. Is that okay? Call us up. All right. After we get the things around our next. 
So I'm gonna pull up our our uh, roster because I'm gonna forget somebody. All right, I'm gonna put I'm gonna put it down here. My vision is still perfect, no doubt, but I'm gonna put it here just for ease. Keep it a far away. All right, so number one in your hearts, number one in the program, Anthony Touchdown Shafari. Big time. Yeah. Braden Riley, number three, Braden Riley. We'll go this number wise. Congratulations, man. Number four, Chris Kosminski. Number five, Dominic Yanoshak. Number six, Michael Kishadi. <laughs> Number seven, playoff Vince Shafari. <laughs> Number eight, Hayden Gardner. Number nine, Devin Wyant. Number 10, Ryan Hag. Going that way. He left you hanging. <laughs> Number 11, Will Tobin. Number 12, Ryan Donahue. <laughs> Number 13, Cooper Rother. Number 14, Carson Kesey-Wetter. Take your hand easy. So you might not know, but Carson at halftime had two ice packs on both hands because he couldn't really squeeze his hands so well. So he took helmets on the hands, and they were all black and blue and swollen. We're like, this can't be good. Uh, so, uh, so he's a bad, bad man, right? Is that what they're So, <laughs> number fifteen, Chase Kissel. Congratulations, Chase. Number 17, Trent Adams. Trent, come this way. I'll come this way. That's just easier. Congratulations. Number 18, Patrick Riley. Number 19, Nick Four. Oh, how they grow up. Um, number 20, Nick Nagola. Yeah. 
Fighting words. Number 21, Bryce Wheeler. Oh, how about this moment? Yeah, he loves that. He loves that for sure. Uh, <laughs> he's out. <laughs> Mamba. All right. Uh, number 22, PJ Pollock. PJ started number 22, and I'm reading Max Preps today. I guess I just didn't change it. But uh, PJ's number 57, PJ Paul. Exactly. Yeah. PJ, come on back up. <laughs> oh, boy. 23, Gunner Bryan. Number 24, Isaac Yeski. <laughs> Number 25, 65, hashtag still a tight end, Noah Kelleher. <laughs> Number 26, Drew Abraham. Let's go. The kids tell me he's the quietest guy on the field. Nothing. He not say anything to anyone. He's just laser focused on. Yeah. <laughs> Number 27, Hamilton Gates. Number 28, Ian Bennett. Weak, Joe, weak, weak. Dude, too soon. <laughs> Number 30, Trevor Ream. Number 34, Caden Wyatt. Number 40, Colin, the Ridge Screen, Campbell. <laughs> Number 42, Noah Ritchie. And number 50, Noah Ritchie. And number... <laughs> number 44, Tyson Breidenbaugh. Number 51, Anthony, I, I, what is that? What do you do? What does that sound? Let me hear it. 
Ratatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatat
and he, he, he does that to people with like the smile on his face and then he helps them up like real nice and he does like a little blessing over it's weird but it's like so cool to watch he does something he's just so like it's pretty neat I talked too long on my phone okay there we go we're back number 68 Ben Steinbugel Number 69, Evan Rimbeck. Number 70, Aiden Bender. This this offensive line this year has been has been the I mean the improvement they made from the beginning uh, till now has been incredible and and Aiden Aiden um, PJ uh, Tank I know I have some more names here to go but Colin Goose Connor Stair I mean there's been guys that you know guys that are, uh, Noah was a guard and a tight end and a tight end and a guard so he's been around but uh, um, so and, Oh, NZ plays Z. That's right. He plays. Uh, he plays Z. But this offensive line has really come a long way. And so, thanks for uh, a tank. Even played Z one week. He played like wide receiver one week. So, yeah. We're not going to say that's when we weren't as good. Right? No, no. I'm just kidding. Sorry, man. No, sorry. No. <laughs> but Aiden's done a great job, of course, too. So, number seventy-one, Carter Sheehan. Number 66, 81, Connor McElhaney. WRTA Altoona. Connor was another one of those young guys that did the same thing at the varsity. The varsity guys did. We needed linemen, so he was a tight end. He's back to guard, so he's jumped around a little bit. But, uh, um, you know, a bright future, of course, for sure. Um, and I think, hopefully, this, this might be the last one, unless I'm wrong, but number 50, what were your first, Joe? 60-something? 76, then number 85, now you're 82, right? So 82. So uh, Joe's been a lineman, he's been a tight end, and lineman, no D. Now he's, uh, he's, he's a, he, we, we decided on tight end, at least till next year. So, um, <laughs> But no, he's done a great job. Freshman starting for, for our state championship team, he's done a great job. So let's end the, let's end the players with Joe Eckenrode. Joseph. You can always tell the freshman because they jump off sides when it's on two. Oh, that's true. Richie did it once too. Richie did it once too. All right. So no, I guess it's not a freshman thing, Joe. It's just, it's just a thing. All right. So tight end thing. It's a tight end thing. There we go. There we go. It's a tight end. Not the lineman. You, you wouldn't do that if you were 76. No. All right. No, lineman. All right. So I think that's what I, ha what I have. So, um, again, uh, you know, it feels pretty cool. These are pretty sweet. Having the rest of your life, what a memory. But I'm going to have the, uh, the seniors just spend a second to uh, thanking some people. They'll, they'll love this. Yes. Yes. That took a turn. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so let's. <laughs> He's got something else. I think you know, you tell them that, but I think you 
<laughs> thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> All right, we'll start with uh, Colin. We'll, we'll start with Colin. So come on up, Colin. Whatever you want. It's your time to shine. Yes. There's nothing. This is this is all improv. It's a class. And go. See. Well, I want to thank my father and my grandparents. Maybe my mother. She she's done a lot. Washes all my clothes. Make sure. Make sure my white jersey is actually white instead of brown. That's a big one. We do that a lot. Uh, yeah, there's a pretty big hole on the side there. Uh, these guys up here, they've, we've been through it all, four years. Pretty hard work. Well, two years. Four years, two years. And, but yeah, I've been through it all. Uh, countless, countless hours of work. And we finally, <laughs> finally got this. It's been a long time coming. Teaching strategy. You get the Mr. Next. Mr. Virginia himself is going to talk now. So, so as we all know, I have been recruited out of state because this recruiting program is so amazing. That is not true. Not true. Not true. Um. I'll say two quick things. I just want to thank this community because, like, I know I, I mean, I've only been here for two years. I think this community just like helps support me, like the fans and the rest of my teammates. It's been a pleasure. Um, I also want to thank my parents for supporting me and my three crazy little brothers. <laughs> Um, I just hope, I just want to say good luck to the team next year. I feel like they're going to be even better next year. Hello, I'm Noah Ritchie. Hi, Noah Ritchie. Hi. Hi. Um, first, I'd like to thank, obviously, my parents. They had to wash, like Butler said, they had to wash all our clothes. And I very rarely smelled good this year. Um, I especially like to thank my grandfather. He's over there. Um, Jess posts everything, so some of you might know. I'm guessing she posted it. He had a stroke earlier this year, but he's able to come to every game I think I've played in. I also had to miss a few games, so it worked out pretty well. Uh, I'd like to thank all you guys up here. We all got to play together. Most of us have been playing together since seventh, eighth grade, where we went, what, one and seven, one and eight. We weren't quite as good as we are now. But um, clearly something went right. I obviously have to thank the coaches. I think they might have helped. But we're able to stand up here today and say we're state champions. So I'd like to thank them, my parents, and all the players on this team that got us here, and coaches.
I'd like to thank my parents for always taking me to practice, like even when we were younger, back in the good old St. Rose days. Uh, and I'd like to thank the coaches for teaching us everything just throughout our four years. Uh, and uh, happy to have one of these. Thank you. Uh, I would like to th I would like to thank my my fa my family for always for always being my biggest supporters throughout all of this and like I'd like to thank all my teammates for and, and all and all the coaches. Um, it's been it's been for the past two years I've been in this program. It's been a, it's been a great experience and stay chance, baby. <laughs> <laughs> I'd like to thank my uh, mom, dad, my grandparents, my uncle Bud. Um, my uh, my mom at the beginning of this year in the summer, she was like, all everybody would ask her like, what position does Colin play? And she's like, oh, he's a lineman. I'm like, no, I'm a I'm a linebacker. It's different. And and like now she's like, I like whenever Sante lines up in the in the three I and slants the A gap, and then you you fill the B gap. And I'm like. And it was like the other day, she's watching football, and I'm like, it's like Hallmark season, we got the, the Christmas shows are on right now, and she's watching football. So thank you guys. Uh, I'd like to thank my parents for always being there for me and the coaches for being there for me too, especially Coach Gabe, always the nicest person in the room. Uh, and the players for making this to be as fun as it is. Uh, we've come a long way. I remember being in sixth and seventh grade and thinking we were going to be the downfall of this program. And uh, I I'm really happy we weren't. So thank you. I'd like to thank everyone that came out to Hershey today to support us. And even if you just watch us on TV, I appreciate it. And it means a lot that you guys always support the program. And I'd like to thank my parents and uh, some other relatives that I have that aren't here. Uh, they spent, honestly, a lot of money on me this summer to help me get better at kicking, allowing me to travel around the country at, you know, whatever it was, camps, a lot of plane, plane flights, and uh, just really getting me where, to where I want to be, and I'm glad that we're state champs, so. All right, just going to thank the parents here in the back, um, especially my mom for cleaning my clothes, and I hugged her after the game and te teared up a little bit, first time in a couple years, so that was pretty special. And my dad, he's a big influence. Uh, he texts me a lot, tells me to keep grinding. I show everyone. It's pretty funny. Um, and my, my grandmother, who always, she texts me at like 4 in the morning some days uh, before every practice, every game, anything we do. So big thanks to her. And I want to thank this guy in the purple over here, called Mighty Mike, Coach Sprouse. He's their wide receiver coach, and uh, he's been coaching me since like seventh grade. So 
he told me I was pretty bad in seventh grade, and I think we've came a long way. So, and all the other coaches and the team moms, cheerleaders, whoever else supports us. So uh, thank you, and it's good to have one of these. Uh, first off, I'd definitely like to thank my parents. I know they loved taking me to practice every single day when I couldn't drive. Um, they loved when practice would be over at 7. I wasn't leaving until 7.45. They liked that. Um, no, but uh, I'd definitely like to thank uh, all my fellow players and coaches especially. Uh, this offseason was amazing. Uh, we pushed each other a lot to get better. And uh, after I broke my hand, I know a lot of the coaches, players, uh, they pushed me helped me get back, and uh, they were a big influence on me. So I'd just like to thank everybody for uh, pushing me and making everyone and me better, especially. Thank you. First, I'd like to thank my uh, parents, who do absolutely everything for me, uh, literally everything I ask for. Make my food for me and bring it to my room. And, uh, <laughs> which is nice. And then uh, my two sisters and my brother, kid's a freak. And then uh, my whole team, a good freak. Like, he's an animal on the field. And then uh, and, uh, my whole team, who's also my family, and then the best coaching staff in the state. I'd first like to thank my mother for doing everything for me washing all my clothes, paying for all my extra lifting. Then I'd like to thank my uh, coaches for being very kind, pushing me early on in the season. And then I'd like to thank all my teammates here that really pushed me to be better and uh, win this medal. I want to uh, thank my parents for everything. They sacrificed a lot for me to come here, and it was just amazing. Uh, you guys know I tore my ACL, which it is what it is. It sucked, but uh, I just thank you guys so much for giving me a ring. Uh, it's an amazing experience. Everyone, as soon as I tore my ACL, everyone texted me every day, what's going on? Like, uh, we're always here for you. We support you. I thank all the coaches. They text me every day, asking me how I'm doing, uh, saying they're always there for me, and uh, state champs. All right, well, um, yeah, so thank you. I mean, it, this is, has been a storybook season, and, and these guys, you know, we joke about a lot of things, a lot of stuff today about, you know, what people believe goes on, but this is truly, you know, uh, the starting group today, uh, besides, you know, the one guy who, who moved, his family moved here from Virginia for, for, for work, um, you know, it's, it's really been, uh, these guys have really worked, their, their, started together when they were in elementary. And they battled, and apparently some of their younger coaches told them they were no good, and they still played. So it's uh, it's pretty cool. It, <laughs> it's, it it really is a it really is a great story. It really is a great. These, you know um, you know they 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 decided at a young age to choose this Catholic education and to make faith part of their lives and and to make this stuff. And you know the good bad the good seasons the bad seasons and everything they stayed they stayed with the school they stayed with the program and they continued to work. And so you know when they took the field today they were BG true and true. 
and uh, that that's exciting. You know, that's exciting when you when you look at and I you know posted some pictures early on of those guys in their St. Rose stuff and their 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 you know Holy Trinity stuff and um, you know it's it's it, it is it's fun to watch them grow up. It's fun to watch them turn into men. Hollisburg Catholic, that's right. Yeah, <laughs> out through the Central Catholic. Sorry, I wasn't just I just made mentioned one. I didn't know I was going to get. Pretty, pretty hostile over here. But it is, it really is. It really is a testament to the, the families um, that choose this uh, as an education uh, to understand how important faith is and how important community is and how important that stuff is. And it, it is a sacrifice for every single person in here. Um, my daughter was a graduate of here, so I know how, how great the education is and how great the school is, and you know that too. That's why you're here. So uh, these young men and your families, you've watched them grow up through this program and uh, took their lumps along the way. But today and forever, the 2021 Marauder football team will be the Pennsylvania State champion. So congratulations, boys. So... I think we're going to wrap it up. It's been good. Uh, Mr. Landolfi can, can finish us out. Well, actually, we'll finish. Well, we, we'll do a prayer to finish us out here. We'll have. Uh, oh, let, let's do a hand eye first because we'll do the prayer after we'll end, we'll end with our prayer. So Coach Sonny does a little hand eye, gets them rolling. Then we'll do our prayer, and Mr. Landolfi can finish us out. Coach, hold on a second. I, I got to get this. You know me. Hold on. I got social media stuff going. So let's get a little hand on. It chases you no matter where you go. Social media. They are. Zidi, you want to end us with a prayer? You started us with a prayer, you're going to end us with a prayer, and then Mr. Landolfi can say our goodbyes here after that. Father, Son, Holy Spirit, uh, dear God, thank you for a fantastic season. Uh, the support of everyone, uh, from everybody. Uh, thank you, and uh, let's get ready for next year, state champs. Uh, Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou, O woman, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners now and at the hour of Well, in closing, I want to thank all of you again for your dedication to the Marauder school and to the Marauder football program, these things don't happen without you. And one little aside, Kelly, I'll never be able to watch Remember the Titans now. The little girl, you are always going to remind me of the coach's daughter on the sideline. It just, that's it. That's you now. I'll, I'll, I will always have you in that, in my mind when I see that movie. That's real. That's a, that's a heartwarming story. So anyway, I want to thank you so much. Please uh, feel free to stay, take some pictures, do whatever, enjoy the rest of the evening. Thank you very much. Thank you. All right. It has come to an end here in the BG cafeteria. And I can tell you one thing. I'm glad we have this recorded because due to the fact that uh, I, I would say that you could take 
what Justin Wheeler did and just transcribe that, and you probably have about a six, seven, maybe even an eight-chapter book about a team and how well they did. And uh, Mr. Wyatt, let's talk to Devin. All right, we're uh, Rich DeLeo's negotiating something. I think he's going to try to steal his medal, but that's TBD. Broadcast rights for next year on WRTA. So uh, we will try to uh, get some people to talk to here. Obviously, Rich is uh, tied up and completely distracted at this point, so I don't have anybody else to talk to at the moment. And just... uh, Hang in there. We're not going to stay here very long because, uh, you know, airtime is airtime. Got to get back to our uh, shows. So uh, let me turn you up there a little bit. Go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, well, you know, uh, the noise you hear is that the crowd's starting to thin out a little bit. Uh, they're going to hang around. Uh, you know, Dave, when you get one of these, when you get one of these joyous occasions. And again, you know, I say this often. It doesn't come around very often, but it seems to come around pretty often here at uh, BG and to, to top it off with a game like today uh, in a tough, tough battle, especially in the second half because I think the first half was a sleepwalk for Red Bank Valley, but um, the way they persevered in the second half, both teams, but BG stood tall in the end and made a, a terrific defensive stand and made some key plays when they had to, and it was just you know, so rewarding, and you heard all the, the words tonight, and everything they said was true, and you know as well as I do, there's so many moving parts to this. And sure. they all came together. A lot of them were banged up, bruised, really injured. I mean, some serious injuries. And then all of a sudden, that week off between the regular season and playoffs, I think was exactly what they needed. Because from that point on, Dave, the defense, the offense got them points, but the defense was, I think, what carried them to this championship. I talked to Coach Wheeler while he was on the bus on the way back here. And one of the things I said to him, you know, the more I'm around this and seeing how a team is playing throughout the course of the season, And there's sometimes a difference between the beginning of the season and then as you go down the stretch to the postseason. And I am fully convinced, after all the years of watching sport, I would rather be on a team that is getting its stride to the very end of the season. I don't care that I might have been 2-2 and or, you know, whatever at the beginning of the season. That doesn't matter. What matters is that you get this momentum going. And as you said, that one week allowed the guys to really get, you know, some of those bumps and bruises. And uh, hearing Coach talk about the trainer and what he had to do, just about everybody had something going on. Yeah, Dan McAllister, he really has to be the unsung MVP of this team. Yeah. I mean, he has a tough job to begin with, you know, being a physical trainer. But to deal with all the injuries, and Justin off the air told me about all the injuries, and I'm not going to go into it now, but there were some major injuries that this team, and every team has them, don't get me wrong, every team has injuries. But the ones he spouted off to me were like, I mean, it was worse than a mash unit, Yeah, Dave. It really was. And and for the kids to, to stay with it and to keep grinding and to bounce back, and now you're here, you're one of the 12 teams in the state you're playing this weekend and you come back with a gold medal says even more and like coach said this one will be special they're all special but he said this one in particular because of the determination that this group had throughout the season and you know it does sound cliche but it's so true and and again all the moving parts came together and it culminated today 
Well, it's uh, it's always good to see these guys get back and be able to celebrate this way. We appreciate you folks uh, indulging us that are fans of certain talk shows on the radio station. This, of course, is not something that does happen every year. And when it does, you really want to be a part of it and take advantage of it. And that's why we wanted to have it on the air here tonight. I'd hope to be able to talk to Coach Wheeler. Uh, we did hear a lot from him. I doubt if we're going to be able to get him. Uh, maybe even Joe Landolfi if Coach Wheeler isn't available because uh, Coach really summed up the season, talked about his players in a way that you don't always get to hear from a coach. There's so much uh, the questions sometimes that are asked don't necessarily match up with the total picture of a particular player, the total picture of a team. And he gave us that picture and we got to see this team in a way that a lot of times you just don't get to see them. And I was thinking the word, the one word I could think of, and Justin may not like this, but I have never heard a coach gush about his team like he just did. And that means that, the, and, and hey, the guy's got four state championships. It means a lot if he's going to gush about you. It does, Dave. And, and again, this group will stand out because of the tough regular season they had. Nobody gave them a fighting chance. You know, they had chances in all four of those losses to win. And, and uh, you know, th they were there. I mean, they had their opportunities. But you know what? It doesn't go your way every week. But yeah. what Coach said tonight, it matters how you finish. And they finished with five straight playoff wins, a couple of real close games the last few weeks, and a couple of easy wins early on. But it's how you finish, and you finish with a gold medal. I mean, there's really not much more to say. Coach is doing TV right now, actually, and maybe I'll try to get him before we wrap it up because I know it's been a long day for everybody. But yeah, I don't know. I, I guess Landolfi disappeared. He must have disappeared. Now, he's pretty hard to disappear because he stands pretty much head and shoulders. Yeah, seriously, crowd. seriously. Even uh, even though uh, I could tell he's still recovering from his surgery, I see Justin is starting to come available here. Rich is going to go up and try to grab him so we can have a, at least a couple of words with him and talk to him about what just happened today. Uh, whirlwind day for everybody involved here, including Coach Wheeler, and he's making his way back here right now. Congratulations in person now because we did that on the phone, but... I did want to say this. I knew how special a team this was because of the way, and I, I just said to Rich, the word I came up with for what you did at the beginning of this was you gushed about your team. There was just so much you had to say, and you got it out there. And when a head coach uh, that already has three state championships will do that for a team, you know this, this was special. It is. It is. Just because of you know, the adversity that these, this group of young men faced. I mean, you know, we've been good and we've had athletes and we've been able to, you know, come into seasons. But this group, no one knew them. No one knew their names. No one knew much about them. Uh, actually, most people, after after week three, it was like, are you guys going to make the playoffs this year? And, uh, you know, and that was never a question in their mind. And, and they, after the loss, they showed up Saturday morning and, and lifted and watched films and, and never quit on us as coaches, never quit on each other and kept improving. And, and we knew that there was talent. We knew we just needed to stick with it and do some things. And we got back to some basics in week four and uh you know it, we just seemed to get that little bit of a confidence going that the, the, the four stills win was a big win to get a little confidence and uh you know it, it's really been fun to watch these guys mature into a team that was unsure and unknown to a team that'll go down as as, uh, as a legendary another state championship team from here 
Yeah, no doubt. Uh, Rich, uh, what do you have for Coach? Coach, uh, you know, you and I have been together every week. You know, you you, you practiced the other night till the lights went out. So I wish you would have said that because I think that would have gone over great with the crowd with the way you, uh, you practiced. But you know what? That shows what heart what determination. I mean, they were listening to everything you and the coaches were saying, and it showed today. Uh, the first half, you could have had more points. You didn't. You really dominated that first half. But then in the second half, it seemed like both teams woke up, and I said to Dave, your defense. Your defense carried you through this playoffs. Your offense got you the points, but your defense carried you to this state championship. Yeah, I, I agree. And, and we have been uh, one of the best defenses in the state for, for years, and that's one of the things that I love. And I was a defensive coordinator before I came here. So, you know, I've always loved the defensive side of the ball. But, um, you know, uh, early on in the season with 10 new starters on defense, uh, like I said, I wasn't sure if they quite trusted what we were telling them. Just trying to do too much and trying to, trying to uh, uh, do, do a little more than they should. But, they, they really believed in our plans. They believed in our, our stuff. And, um, you know, they got better as a unit. You know, as a group, individually and as a group, they got better. And really, these last four games in the playoffs, they played some great defense. They really have played some great defensive games. And today, I think they someone said he had like 30 yards at halftime. And you're right. We thought we could have been winning 21 nothing or 17-0 or, or something at halftime. And uh, they were able to testament to that, their program as well, um, you know, to kind of stop us, to bend but don't break. But uh, it, it was truly a great game. Well, you talk about that, and I told Rich this before everything got started here. We were trying to fill time like radio people tend to do. And I was saying that it looked like you took the Muhammad Ali approach to this game, and that was rope-a-dope because it was go ahead, punch us. Go ahead. Go ahead. So they punch you. And what do you do? Boom. Punched them right back. It was yeah. it was amazing. I, I, I agree with that. You know, we, we played pretty well in the first half, and we kept the big plays away. But when they hit that big play and we had talked as coaches, we're like, how do we get the momentum back? So, you know, we would put that little uh, pass to uh, – to Anthony, um, we talked about him at halftime, uh, adjusting to that and the way they were coming up. We said once, once we get the ball, to, you know, uh, a decent up the field a little bit, um, we're going to take a shot. Especially when the ball was on our hash, because we felt like we could sub him because mm-hmm. he wasn't in on that group. We could sub him without anyone really seeing that we were bringing in him. And uh, when that ball got snapped and we saw that guy running <laughs> down there, you're right. I mean, we took we took a punch and then we threw a haymaker back. Yeah. And, uh, you know, then in the fourth quarter, they, they threw another one and yes. completed it. And uh, Coach Elby made a call. He said, hey, we're going to go. We're going to take a shot right now. We hadn't done that really just in the, in the game. I said, all right, you know, all right, let's go for it. You know, we come all this way. Uh, we, might, we might as well, you know, not leave anything behind. And we might as well try what we have. And, uh, you know, whether it's an onside kick or whether it's a, a deep ball with three minutes to go when he hadn't thrown one yet, yeah. you know, we're going to take those shots. And, you know, we trust our guys to make plays. And, and today they did it for sure. Was it true the state police had to remove your team from the field because you didn't want to leave? Uh, someone was telling us to get out of there. Yeah, so I saw a policeman and a dog and some other people. No, they, they were great. You know, they have another game tonight, so they're trying to get us get us out of there. But yeah. you know, that feeling of standing on that field as yes. a state champion with that scoreboard behind you. Yeah. And 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 for seniors, this is the last time a lot of them are ever going to put the put the stuff on again. Yeah. So they're taking in that moment, and you know they wanted to get every position that we have wanted their own pitcher. There's brothers on the team that wanted the pitchers. There's uh, so it, it was it would took some time, but I told a guy, listen, we're, we're going to take a few more minutes here, get everything we need because th- these pitchers and these memories are for a lifetime. Yeah. So we're not going to rush the last ten minutes. We're going to get them, and we definitely got enough, I think. For sure today. <laughs> well, coach, we can all exhale now. I just I thanked you the other night, and in the 
pregame for the ride. Thanks for the ending. Uh, it was great to come back to this. I come back my first year, boom, we get a state championship. And the cupboard's not bare. So I know you're going to take time. You're going to enjoy this. The holidays are coming. What a great way to spend the holidays with the, the gold medal and the championship trophy. But enjoy it all. Soak it all in. You're going to be doing a lot of this probably in the next few weeks. But congratulations. And uh, looking forward to 2022. But take some time to really enjoy it. Oh, no doubt. This is, uh, it's been a few years so we can have a Christmas quite like this one. So it makes my Christmas shopping easier because I just get T-shirts made for the family. <laughs> so <laughs> so this, this will be a little easier again this year. But, uh, yeah, so thanks to you guys and, and uh, you know, Rich for you, especially this year. And, Dave, you covered us the last couple of years. I was so. going to tell Rich yeah. I teed this up for you. Yeah, he, he, <laughs> set, he set it up for us. And, and uh, But, yeah, so thanks. You know, thanks for, for bringing, bringing our games to the area and, and to Marauder Nation who can't get to our games. And you do such a great job. So it's and, and being here for the guys, but uh, so thanks for everything. And you're right, we, we do have some quite a few talented guys coming back, and uh, you know we are excited for the future. We got some good young grades coming up, so uh, well we don't want to go anywhere. We like this, we like the run, and so we hope we hope to stay there for quite a while. Way to go! Congratulations again. Thank you so very much. Thank you guys. I appreciate it's always it. good to be around. Always good. Merry Christmas. All right. Everyone Same to you. All right, that's going to do it for our coverage here from Bishop Guilfoyle High School in the cafeteria because no one's offering us food, so I'm leaving. And I am somewhat hungry at this point. It's just chips and water back there. Well, then I'm leaving. Okay. (laughs) Hey, Dave, I have an idea before we go. Yeah. Why don't you and I show up about 7 o'clock tomorrow morning, and we'll talk more about this. Sure, we could do that on this very same station. All right. Uh, Rich, great job today. Uh, It's a heck of a job to get up as early as you got up, drive to Hershey, do an exhausting broadcast, and then drive back and join me here for the activities here in the cafeteria. You know Uh, what, Dave? It's a good adrenaline rush, and I know I'll sleep good tonight, and you can't ask for a better day when when your team wins. And, you know, for me, it's home. So in 1979 when I left these halls, but you take it with you. You don't yeah. leave it. So I'm very, very happy, and now I'm looking forward to basketball now. So, again, thanks to Lightner Broadcasting for bringing me on board and giving me what I asked for, and it turned out pretty good. And thank you for teeing it up for me. Yeah. All right. Uh, we'll talk again tomorrow morning, Rich and I, and you're invited to join us on uh, Talk Radio 98.5 and 12.40 WRTA. Speaking of hoops, I'll be on tomorrow night from Bellwood Annis as uh, the Tyrone Bellwood, uh, they call it the backyard brawl for football. It's the backyard brawl in basketball tomorrow night as the two boys teams step off. So and I'll be there. I'll probably be there to watch. I got an invite tonight, so I'll be down to, ah, to watch. Okay. So have fun at that, Dave, and good luck, and I'll see you in the morning. All right, thanks to Doug back at the station for taking care of everything. Thank you again, Doug. Uh, Doug Herendine, uh I think he. I don't think he ever leaves. I think he just like gets sucked into the woodwork and then you know emerges back out of that. It's a Doctor Who thing. All right, thank you, Doug. And once again, uh, for everyone at Lightner Communications, we want to say congratulations, Bishop Guilfoyle Marauders, the PIAA Single A State Champions in football. Good night, everybody. <laughs>